0: Now back to the Ty Butler and Brandon Jacobs show on 98.7 ESPN. Oh,
1: let's do it, baby. It's week seven. Games underway. Giants at home against the Commanders. If they win this one, we toyed with it at the top of the show. You're going to hear from Giant fans this week trying to sell you on the idea that this team can make a run. Because despite being two and five, they played well last week against the Bills. Come out, beat the Commanders. Got a very very winnable game at home against the Jets, followed by the Raiders. You're going to lose to the Cowboys, but then you got the Commanders and the Patriots. So that is a, a favorable uh, slate of games for the Giants, and the fans can start to uh, position themselves to be optimistic. I'm not buying it, but that's going to be the conversation all across the station this week. Another thing that you'll have is if Tyron Taylor and that offense— Starts humming, and they score some points today. Daniel Jones expected to come back next week. You're going to hear some fans talk about, nah, you stay behind on the bench. Tyrod's got this. So it should be an interesting game. We'll keep you posted on that. And the Jets are no on fan a 5 No
2: going to say that. No fan is going to say that. They yeah. know better than that. Dude, we I'll
1: heard it already this past week.
2: There's no way. There's no way someone's going to say that. Not saying that Tyrod is not capable just to – just, just the dollars, just the dollars is gonna should, should make that not make any sense to to the person that's saying that.
1: You don't think any giant fan is gonna if they if they figure out a way to put points on the board today and it looks prettier than it has with Daniel Jones on the center, they're not gonna be talking talking that narrative.
2: I just don't. I just don't see it. You don't see I, it. I, 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 I don't see it. So no
1: one's gonna say it.
2: Uh, I'm not going to say nobody's going to say it, but it just doesn't make any sense.
1: All right, so here's Mike Tannebaum, a former GM on Barton Hahn this past week. He expressed some sentiments on the uh, Taylor and Daniel Jones conversation.
3: I'm not so sure they're not better off with Tyrod Taylor right now. I mean, would you rather have Tyrod Taylor and $36 million or Daniel Jones? Like, I don't even think it's close. Like, I thought Tyrod played really well. I think Daniel Jones was struggling. So, I'm really
1: not in a rush to bring Daniel Jones back. And uh, I want to see what I have in Tyrod Taylor, who I thought played exceptionally well against Buffalo uh, the other night.
2: I feel you rolling your eyes, BJ. Yeah, I am rolling them so <laughs> far to back, in the back of my head. They're, like, almost down the back of my neck. Oh, man. <laughs> Like I, I, I just don't. Like I said, I'm not. I'm not saying scale-wise uh, or anything like that. I'm just saying that I just don't think that it's going to happen. It's it's not going to be close. I think the Giants will bring Daniel Jones right back in as soon as. He no, shows.
1: they will. Of course, they will. It, it was just a matter of is it. I don't want to say the right move. Of course, it's the right move. It's a matter of do you feel better about. This team with Tyrod. And so far watching this game right now, uh the Giants are gonna go three and now Tyrod uh, Tyrod did not look good. So uh maybe that'll be a conversation that's table. The Giants punting it to the commanders, so we will keep you posted on that game. Uh I I want to get your thoughts on this, Brandon Jacobs, because you obviously with all your experience participated in, you know, quite a few bye weeks. Uh the Jets coming off of a big win. What 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 scares me is now you take your foot off the gas pedal because you've got all this momentum. You beat the Broncos. You beat the Eagles. You've got a chance to, to really position yourself to get into a, a, a playoff picture scenario toward the end of the season. But having that week off when you're not used to you know, having a week off, you're used to playing games every week. Do they come out and lack the sense of urgency that's needed to go out there and win a football game?
2: Well, it can go either way, man. Um, That's why I say sometimes buys are good for people, and sometimes they're just bad for people, but you never know until the game after the buy. You never know. Uh, Now, the Jets have been struggling. They have been struggling getting going uh, offensively. Uh, uh, Zach Wilson hadn't been playing the best, and then he comes out last week, and don't play bad, but don't light up the scoreboard, but the Jets win the big-time game against the Philadelphia Eagles, and now they're on their bye week. You know, can the bye week take momentum away from them? Absolutely. Uh, like, like absolutely, it, it can. And I'm and I'm going to go out on a limb and say that it has and, and it will take something away from a, a bye week. I don't like bye week.
1: I was just going to ask you, like, as a player, what's the bye week? What does the bye
2: week mean? Okay, so the bye week is it, is is it, to let you get healthy. It's to let you get some time to yourself, right? It's to let you quite possibly take a trip for the weekend. You know, you're not just zeroed in on just football for 16 weeks or 17 weeks or whatever the case may be. The bye week is for stuff like that. The bye week serves no purpose, if you ask me, to football. I, I really don't believe it does, because guess, cause guess, what? You you are you still go to work. You still go to got practice that that went that Tuesday. I mean that Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. You know what I mean? So you still have those three days a week. Where you can do something now, you got the weekend where you can go anywhere. But I, I guys, typically don't go anywhere because they're like, man, you know, it's during the season, still I'm just gonna chill with the family, stay home, watch some college football, watch some NBA, you know, some NFL, fo- you know, you know, football, you know, go out a little bit. You know, guys don't really use, you know, they, they don't really take it. I don't like a bye week, man. I I feel
1: that. I I guess it's more for you know. They're trying to get that, that, the physical, the mental, and emotional rest. But I, I hear you, man, because even as a fan, I don't, I don't like that the bye week is coming here. But, you know, with, with the injuries they're dealing with, they'll, you know, Tipman, the offensive yeah. lineman, Reed, Sauce, uh, they'll get a chance to get healthier and, and see what they can do. Coming off the bye against a Giants team that may be coming off of a win. Uh, Lawrence and McFadden just combined for a sack on Sam Howell, so that forced the. Um, uh, the commanders into a third and long situation that was uh, further made difficult by a penalty. So after the Giants go three and out, the commanders go three and out and Tyra Taylor and that offense will get the ball back. Eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Here was Garrett Wilson uh, on Barton Hahn. He said, what will the mentality after the bye week be
4: like we want to be hitting our stride right now and and, and at that point be playing or uh when the time comes we be playing our best football in december rolling to the playoffs so that's the mindset and going into this by coach at told us you know this is about you personally you know you how you can attack it and get
1: get yourself to be your best which will result in the team being at its best that's what we got to do you know we got to be playing our best football we we still got to figure out how to put together in the right zone and and you know, we feel like on, on the offensive side of the ball, once we do that, we have a good offense. You know, the defense has been playing great football, so for them it's how do we maintain this? How do we, you know, get the ball out more, whatever it may be. But um, you know, we each have our own our own little mission, you know, a little chase that we're on and to help us, you know, to get to our team success, you know, the overall goal. Lamar Jackson just scored a touchdown for the Ravens. They are up 6-0, and pending an extra point will be up 7-0 at home against the Detroit Lions. But, yeah, Garrett Wilson talking about the mentality after a bye. And we always see, like, the records of teams thrown out. Like, you know, going up against Bill Belichick after a bye. Here's what teams' records are. Going up against Andy Reid. And I think the significance of that is it's not just about – you know, having two weeks to prepare for your opponent. Because the X's and O's stuff, we understand coaches are going to have their teams ready to play. It's also about having your guys stay locked in and stay focused. And Robert Sala even alluded to that. He said, don't just be on a beach you know, sipping margaritas and eating, and eating melons or whatever he said. It's about staying locked in, staying focused, and understanding that you have an excellent opportunity in front of you to sh- to do something that's shocking. Because when Rodgers went down week one, did we think we would be here talking about this team making the playoffs three and three? Uh, because of you know, all the teams they had going up against and how difficult it was. So you got to have a, you got to find a way to get this team to be able to key in, keep them focused, keep them keep them locked in, and it doesn't just come down to the head coach. Brandon, you can attest to this. This is about the leaders in that locker room.
2: Yeah, I mean, you got some guys, you know. in like in the locker room, like say for instance, on my teams, we had we had we had the Monty Tumas of the world, or the Michael Strayhands, and guys that have been around for a very long time, you know, in, in that 2007 season, and and those guys, you know, been around, and and they knew, you know, the bye week, and you know, coming off the bye week, uh, you know, how does you know how to stay focused and locked in, you know, just understanding the task at hand, and just. And not to mention, we had a coach, Tom Coughlin, that really wasn't trying to give us no off time anyway. <laughs> so, you know, it's like we had a bye week, but it's just like we didn't have a bye week because we only got off that weekend.
1: Oh, you we had to be back? Off, back we, on we, Monday?
2: Yeah. What do you mean, back on Monday? we back on Monday watching the film for for the previous team. I mean, for for the team we got to play. We're back on Monday, off on Tuesday, practice Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Walk, walk through Saturday, game on Sunday. That our bye weeks didn't go we got the weekend off that that was it
1: yeah so the bye week was just you weren't playing in a football game you still had to be at practice in film studies yeah. watching tape and engaged with your team like there was no, no time for a reset
2: See, he's not gonna give you he wasn't gonna give you the whole week off he may give you that Friday off so that, that Wednesday and Thursday you were definitely working there's no question
1: by the way, quick update in New England. The Patriots march down the field and get a field goal. So they're up 3-0 on Buffalo. Uh, Brian Hoyer is getting the start for the Raiders. Jimmy G's out with a back. And then some random dude, what's his name for uh, the Bears, who's, who's getting the start today? Tyson the to Badgett. Uh, oh. <laughs> so that's a, a game that I know everyone's thirsty to watch. That's scoreless. Browns 7-7 with the Colts. Gardner Minshew has a touchdown pass. And you know Deshaun Watson made his return today, but the touchdown for Cleveland was scored by Jeremy Ford. So they're knotted up at 7 apiece. I just mentioned the Patriots are up 3-0 on the Bills. We're scoreless in the Commanders and Giants game. Falcons, Buccaneers, the winner of this one, will be in sole possession of first place in the NFC South. That's scoreless. Ravens get a touchdown from Lamar Jackson. They're up 7-0 on Detroit. 800-919-3776. Let's go to the phone lines and talk to John and Freehold. What's up, John?
3: Hey, what's going on, Ty? How you doing, Brandon?
1: What's going on, bro? Appreciate you calling the show.
3: Yeah, well, you know, we normally talk New York Knickerbocker basketball, Ty, but I'm a big Jet fan like you are as well, and uh, I'm excited the way this team's playing right now, but uh, the concern I have is you just mentioned the bye week with Brandon and his experience with it and uh, what you're looking for. With the Jets, uh, it's got to be about continually developing our quarterback. I I believe in Zach Wilson. Um, I think he's got a real big arm. I think he's gotten better. You know, have, have, would I like him to progress more than he has to this point? Yeah, absolutely, of course. But baby steps, he is getting better. He's showing more leadership. He's showing more toughness. He's showing more patience. Um, his accuracy has been better as well. His touch on his passes has been better than it's been in the past. And it's a work in progress. But uh, I think I I have big uh, – I have big plans for this kid. I think this kid could be really good for us down the road. He could be our franchise quarterback. But it's all about his development and the game plan as far as I'm concerned, guys. And I really thought that that Kansas City game was his coming out party as a New York Jet quarterback. And I think I thought he was going to springboard from that point. And I haven't liked the conservative nature of our play calling with Nathaniel Hackett. I'm sorry. I, as, as great as Brees Hall is, and as much as I love him as a running back, uh, the ground-and-pound mentality, I hate that mantra. I also hate game manager when, when describing my quarterback. I don't like that at all as well. I think Zach's a whole hell of a lot more talented and better than that. I think he has the ability, ability to run with the football as well as pass it. And I don't think his receivers have done him any favors. I think there's been a lot of drop passes the past several weeks. When Zach rolls out, His receivers don't come back to the football and help him in any way in that regard as well. And we've been using our tight ends, our talented tight ends, I I might say, too much in in providing protection and blocking for the running game rather than going out there and catching some footballs for us. And finally... I, I think Joe Douglas has to go out there and get another playmaker to play with uh, Garrett Wilson.
1: I agree with that. You know, I, I agree that, with that's that. That's
3: the move they need to make. I agree with that. Deadline. That's a
1: great phone call, John. Appreciate the call. And I, I, I think what he what he you know talked about, the, the, the team being conservative, I feel like that really rears its ugly head, especially when they get to the red zone. Because you know it's hard to like once you get to the to the red zone, you know teams get the lock in the field is shorter, so it's harder to score a touchdown. Okay. And now the Jets are going with the guy that they feel is their best weapon, and that's Brees Hall. But teams are ready for that, so now you're bottling him up, and all of a sudden it goes from first and ten to second and thirteen. And by the way, quick quick note: Ah, uh, Jalen Hyatt almost had a highlight highlight reel. Worthy play in the in the end zone for the Giants. Uh, He's fighting off the defender. He he looks like he caught the ball. But at the last minute, it was batted away. So the Giants are going to have to settle for a field goal. Uh, Tyrod Taylor, a couple plays ago, a couple plays ago, went deep down the sideline for 33 yards to Jalen Hyatt. So they're airing it out. Saquon Barkley's got four carries for 20, 21 yards to Giants. Pending this kick from Graham Gannell, one of the best kickers in football, 42 yards. He's going to take a 3-0 lead. And I, as I say that, of course, he misses it. <laughs> Wait, Harvey, hang on, Harvey. Uh, what are you saying to me, Harvey? Come on, come on the microphone. Say it to me. That is your fault. Tom, you, you're blaming me for that this, too? Fault. I
4: am. You just jinxed it. Yeah. You said he's a great kicker. He's one of the best.
5: And then <laughs> come on, five man. seconds
4: later, he shanks
1: it to the right. Is that not true? Is he not one of the best kickers in football?
5: That's uh, that's uh, the tie jinx. Announce a <laughs> jinx, tie jinx. Exactly. Oh my that's my jinx.
1: Oh, my God. Brandon, do y'all believe, uh, do players believe in jinxing and, uh, you know, superstitions?
2: No, I, I mean, come you on. Gotta line up and you got to do it. I'm Back us up, in Brandon. Come on, man. Nah. nah, I'm not jinxing.
1: Brandis, I, I get it. it there it exists an announcer jinx because every time you say something, you give a stat, a nugget. Obviously, the, reserve, the reverse happens. But that was a uh, that was a gorgeous drive by the Giant offense. Just absolutely ruined by Gano. Can't kill him too much because he's been money for this team. But that stinks, man. To, to go down the field and have your offense look. We finally got the Jalen Hyatt. Uh, we finally got him on the board. Saquon's doing his thing. Tyrod's making some throws. You get into field goal position, 42 yards, and he misses it. That's a killer.
2: Yeah, it takes a lot out of you when you get down the field and you actually have some success in offense. And you get up there and you haven't been scoring touchdowns in, you know, in, the, in the red zone when you got there. And then you get opportunity to get on the board and you miss the kick. It's, it's, it does take some stuff out of you, though. It takes some stuff out of you. Like, out of your team.
1: So that's a win for the Commanders. They'll get the ball back, and it's still scoreless in the first quarter. What I was saying on on Zach is, and, and Brandon, want to get your thoughts. So you get to the red zone. Brees Hall bottled up second and 13. And now you're in obvious passing situations With uh, you know, the field has shrunk for Zach Wilson, who many teams don't trust can be able to beat them. Between that and the penalties, I think that's what's killing them in the red zone. I don't know if it's necessarily that they're being conservative, I think they're shooting themselves in the foot with penalties, and you know Brees Hall being bottled up in the backfield.
2: Yeah, I think you know. I think a lot of times when you know when you get down there, you know your plays. You know you go from having thirty plays to call to only having like four or five plays to call when you're when you're when you're down that close and it's know, and like I said earlier it's really it's really difficult to score when you're down there you know when you get down there then you are having these mental errors you have some penalties playing behind the sticks you know it's, it's it's never good when you know when you're trying to put points on the board
1: yeah man that's a that's a rough one we'll see if the giants uh can respond the jets Uh, on a week off love to to see them come out and beat your Giants next week man that's gonna be fun we're gonna be texting I'm gonna FaceTime you after the game we're gonna have to put something on the table what time is the game 1 o'clock so we're not doing the show we're not doing the show next week
2: Uh, Okay. I'm
1: coming on after the game uh, at night But you're gonna have Your, your afternoon show So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm sure You'll be breaking it down But I, I, we're gonna have to Put something on the table We're gonna have to have Some type of a wager Between me and you Jets Giants Next next week At MetLife Stadium hmm.
2: Yeah let's figure out What that is I mean I'm pretty sure You probably wore a Giants jersey already though So that That wouldn't be a bad thing
1: Nah I ain't no. putting No Giants jersey on I don't even wear Jet jerseys I'm not a big jersey guy You think I'm putting A filthy Giants jersey on
2: well, that's well. Well, when you bet, you got you know. When you lose a bet, you got to do stuff you wouldn't normally do. <laughs>
1: so we're gonna have right? to talk. We're gonna have to figure that out. We got a week to figure it out, uh, but we will do just that. Eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. We come back. We play in or out with the producers. We'll go around the league. So still a whole lot to do uh, before we get to the finish mark, the finish line, I should say. I, I got thrown off. You know why? Because the Patriots just scored a touchdown, and I'm not used to seeing that. Ezekiel Uh-oh. Elliott into the end zone. Pats up 9 0. Extra point will make it 10 0 against the Bills.
2: Wow. 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 Let's see what happens, man. Let's see how that goes.
1: <laughs> Keep it locked right here on 98.7 ESPN.
0: Now back to the Ty Butler and Brandon Jacobs show on 98.7 ESPN. Decide. <laughs> are you in?
1: Or are you out? All right, let's do it. In or out? Our producers take over. They will submit to us statements, and we will tell them whether we are in or out on said statement. Take it away, Tom.
4: All right, we're going to keep it local first. So, as we all—excuse <clears throat> me—as we all know, the giant south.
1: You know, there's a cough button for for things like that, right? Like you turn the microphone off. Yeah,
4: yeah. You I know, don't have one. Yeah, you, you, you know, I, I don't operate with a cough button. Whatever happens, <laughs> happens, man.
2: So, I, don't I don't have one. I've been looking for it. I gotta <laughs> unplug my headphone. Or you could
1: just turn the microphone off. I don't think people want to hear the phlegm circulating in your throat as they're driving, <laughs> you know, driving around doing food shopping.
4: Thanks, Ty. At any anyway, rate, the Giants' offense has been lackluster all year. No rusher or receiver has even <laughs> eclipsed three hundred yards. So in or out, the Giants will not have a one thousand yard receiver or rusher this season.
1: I am in on this just because there's too much. There's been too much uncertainty with the offensive line. They're now on their backup quarterback for the second straight game. So the lack of consistency on both of those fronts leads me to believe that you're not going to have, you know, any of these guys uh, be able to amass a thousand yards. And, you know, it's it's no fault of, uh, of Daniel Jones. It's no fault of the receivers. It's just the circumstances. Jones got hurt. The receivers haven't gotten a chance to get on the same page with him because they haven't been able to get wide open. Uh, so I'm, I'm in on that.
2: I'm in on that. No no need to elaborate, but I, I'm in on that.
1: By the way, a quick update on the Giants. Taylor was uh, escaping the pocket, running to the sidelines, and he's uh, the commander's defensive player. I can't see who this is. going to get hit uh, with a late hit penalty. So the Giants are going to be awarded. It looks like they'll be awarded a uh, rough, uh, uh, what you call it, a late hit penalty and get 15 yards uh, so we'll keep... Oh, actually, no. They took the flag away. They're going to say it was a legal hit. Legal hit. So it's fourth and one. Giants will be forced to punt. Uh, but next. Go, Harvey.
5: All right. So as we know, the Jets are on by. They got the Giants next week. A big bet, apparently, on the way between Brandon yes, and Ty. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh-huh. But we'll focus on the football here. And we'll focus on Joe Douglas because he's been making moves in the off season. What about the trade deadline? There's rumors about Devontae Adams or maybe Daniil Hunter. From the Vikings, are we in or out on Joe Douglas being a buyer for the trade deadline to make the playoffs? Hmm, I'm
2: out on that. I think that, I, I think he's confident in, in what they got, and I think he felt like they can get going and they can start playing some, you know, better offense. They got great defense. I, you know, I, I think that that he, I, I'm just out on it. I don't think that they're going to make that type of commitment financially. You know, going forward to to make the playoffs this year.
1: So, Schefter yesterday reported that uh, Devontae Adams is not going to get traded. That was the name uh, that had been, you know, uh, thrown around just because, you know, things are not going well with the Raiders. He's unhappy, complaining about targets, but it looks like that might be off the table. I'm in on them going out to get another receiver just because I don't think their their offense is explosive, uh, explosive enough to continue to you know, win games the way that they are. You love Garrett Wilson, of course. Brees Hall out of your backfield, obviously. But then you've got a bunch of guys. They're missing Corey Davis. Maybe you can convince him to come out of retirement. Uh, But I I think they're going to go out there and try to get another weapon. I don't know if it's going to be to the liking of a Devontae Adams or Mike Evans, but they are going to do something like that next.
4: Well, while we're on the subject of the trade deadline, Devontae Adams has reportedly become frustrated with his role with the with the Raiders. And with the deadline looming, the Raiders have already said they're not going to trade Adams at the deadline, but it doesn't rule out an off-season trade. So in or out, Adams will be trading the upcoming off-season.
1: Uh, and here was Devontae Adams on the frustration with the lack of targets.
3: Y'all should know who I am, know what I'm about at this point. So it's not about, you know, when when you're uh... When you're a player like me, mentally, is my benchmark is not wins and losses, it's greatness. So when I go out there, I expect to be able to have that ability to put that on tape and have the, uh, an influence on the game.
1: Yeah, uh, so I'm in on that because that does not sound like a guy who has got a permanent uh, residence in Las Vegas keyed up for the next couple years for the duration of this, this contract. I think... Uh, he's frustrated he's used to playing in big games like with the Packers they were in big games every single year you know, NFC championship like that was the the, the 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 standard there and now he's playing with the Raiders they can't figure out their quarterback situation they went out from Derek Carr to Jimmy G who they know is always hurt and now they're on uh Brian Hoyer because Jimmy G is hurt again so I, I think Devontae Adams will at some point get moved
2: Yeah, I'm actually in on that, too, because uh, I think Devontae Adams went to Vegas to play with Carr. He went there to play with Carr, and all of a sudden he's in New Orleans, and and you're on Jimmy G now who's who's, who's not playing well. Tim is not playing well, and he feels like he's not getting the targets he needs to. So I'm definitely in on him being traded this offseason, if not this season.
5: All right. The Rams play the Steelers later today, and the Rams believe it or not, are pretty good. They're playing well. Matthew Stafford's looking all right. Aaron Donald's a beast. Cooper Cup and Puka Nakua are feasting as a one and two combo. Are we in or out on the Rams being a playoff caliber team should they beat the Steelers?
1: Uh, Well, this...
5: Here's what's tough. Yes,
1: record-wise, beating the Steelers... Would be. Uh, I think Brandon's supposed to go first. My bad, Brandon. I cut you off.
2: I am out on the the Rams being a playoff contender team because I, I don't think. I think it'll be San Francisco and the Seattle Seahawks out of that division. I don't think the Rams is going to be even anywhere close to consistent enough to win enough games to make the playoffs.
1: So you're so you're out on them being a playoff. Yeah,
2: team. yeah, I'm out on them being a playoff team.
1: I'm actually in on them being a playoff team just because, like, they still have the pieces, right? You you mentioned Nakua, who's Mm -hmm. come out of nowhere. Uh, Cooper Cup's back healthy. Stafford's been balling. And so far this season, I know it's early, but they win tiebreakers over both Atlanta and Washington based on strength of victory. Uh, You look at the playoff teams, it does sound crazy that the West would get three of them. San Francisco's going... You'd have to imagine Seattle's gonna go after they went there last year, but I'm in on them. They this win would improve them to four and three. The like we know the, the staying power in the NFC is Dallas, it's San Francisco, it's Philadelphia, Detroit. Like those are the four teams we know for a fact will be there. But everyone, all the other, the, the, the three remaining spots, and I guess a, a South team has to get in. So whoever wins the South. So those five teams, the two remaining spots are up for grabs. So I'm in on the Rams, especially with their head coach. They got championship pedigree. I'm in on that.
4: Kyler Murray, reportedly getting closer to making his season debut with the Cardinals. And now his return is going to come with the risk of getting hurt again, which tri- could trigger a clause that could grant him almost $30 million in guaranteed uh, salary compensation for 2025 if he can't pass a physical by march so in or out assuming he comes back the cardinals continue to spiral out of control and they'll look to move on from murray at the end of the season while having to eat that contract
1: yeah i'm in on them moving on from him it's clear that the best course of action going forward and we keep throwing out Caleb Williams. That's the team that wants him. I don't know if it's smart for Caleb Williams to go there. He doesn't have a choice. as a draft. He can threaten to not report. He can threaten to, you know, stay in college. But that their plan has to be to move on from Kyler. That is an albatross of a contract, one of the worst contracts we've seen. Albatross of a contract. It is. I mean, think about it, bro. Like, he's been awful when he's played, and now he's hurt. And we saw, mm-hmm. we saw him in that playoff game, what was it, a couple years ago? Like, he just looked overwhelmed. And since they've given him that deal, the Cardinals have just been a mess. You don't I look agree. at them and say that uh, once Kyler comes back, they, they, they'll be right there ready to go to compete. So you might as well re- hit the reset button, go out there in the draft and get your quarterback and move on. So I'm in on them moving on from him.
2: I am in on them moving on from him as well. I think they go out and, and, and get them a young quarterback. To start, uh, uh, you know, I guess you know, grooming him to be the you know the fr- the franchise quarterback. I say Kyler Murray. I say Kyler Murray after this season finds himself finds himself on somebody's baseball roster for the rest of his professional career.
1: <laughs> wow, baseball! So he's quitting the sport. He's going to a completely yeah, different think, sport.
2: Absolutely, I think I, I, he won't play for another team. I think he'll go to baseball, not because. He can't. It's just because that's just going to be the best option for him.
5: All right, next. All right, let's have some fun with this one. Let's do it. One of the topics we talked about, obviously, all day is football. But another one has been about tipping. (laughs) So, (laughs) (laughs) with next week's Jets-Giants game and bragging rights on the line, are we in or out on the loser of this bet, buying the winner dinner, and – Tipping at least fifty percent in or out. 50%? 50%. Fifty percent. Fifty percent. Fifty. Oh, it's gonna hurt. It's got to hurt. Did this guy say fifty? Per- no, the
1: hurting is done. Having to treat the other person uh, to dinner.
2: Yeah. Fifty.
1: A fifty percent tip. Uh, so
2: let's say this. So let's say this. Next week. I mean, whenever the Jets and Giants play, what should be, what should be next week,
1: right? Yeah, next week. M- m- okay, uh, we- Sunday at one o'clock.
2: We don't have the show next week. If the Jets beat the Giants, I'll come up to New York and do the show in the studio. Right? Uh-huh. And I'll buy you dinner that and I'll buy you dinner the day before. Ooh. That Saturday before.
1: I like that. And if the Giants win, what do I gotta do? I gotta come to Atlanta and buy you dinner. I'll well, get you dinner, but I, I don't think I can come to Atlanta. I well, got I two you kids. Come to Atlanta. I, got I got
2: two I got kids too.
1: But my kids are two <laughs> under two. It's it's a little more more difficult to navigate that.
5: Uh, Uber eats a dinner, fifty percent. All
1: right, let's mm. uh, let, let, let's all right. So dinner's definitely happening. The coming to Atlanta part, I want to make it happen. We got to figure that out though. It might okay, not be so, as immediate.
2: Okay, so I guess I guess we can figure that out. We can figure that out. It's definitely okay. It's definitely dinner on the line. Right, dinner on the line
1: is is, and, is definitely
2: happening. And since You can't repay me coming to Atlanta.
1: No, I maybe I, I can. Maybe we can figure. I, I gotta figure. I gotta figure out a way to to make it work. But I want to keep. I, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Atlanta, New York. Lock it in. <laughs>
2: Oh man, I think you're confident. I think scared you
1: know. money. No, no, scared money ain't gonna make no money. <laughs> scared
2: money ain't gonna make no money. You know? And okay, I ain't gonna cool. be on
1: his airways backing down to Brandon Jacobs. I know he's a former running back, two-time Super Bowl champion. I just, I just need to to have somewhere down. to do my other
2: show. <laughs>
1: That's it. 800-919-3776. one nine three seven seven six. Let's take a quick break. Update you on all the scores around uh, the NFL, and we'll take you to two o'clock, leading you into the Pat O'Keefe Show right here on 98.7 eight seven ESPN.
0: Now back to the Ty Butler and Brandon Jacob show on
1: 98.7 ESPN. Ty Butler, Brandon Jacobs going to a two o'clock right here on 98.7 ESPN. The Giants offense right now, on this drive at least, rolling. Tyrod's cooking. They're on uh the goal line for the commanders. Let me just get you to specific. Uh, specific. Oh second and goal from the Washington 12. As they closed the end of the first quarter in a scoreless game between the Giants and the Commanders. Bears up 7-0 on the Raiders. You knew Devontae Adams was going to see a ton of targets after he had complained. Uh, he's got five receptions for 48 yards, but his team's still losing. Meanwhile, the Colts up 14-7 to on a tough, tough Browns defense. Uh, Gardner Minshew, 84 yards and a touchdown. Bills just got on the board, they trail 10 to 3 in New England. I mentioned Josh Allen 6 and 1 in his last 7 starts against the Patriots, including the playoffs. New England hasn't been able to score. They finally get an offensive touchdown for the first time in a couple games. Uh, So they are up by a touchdown in that one. Falcons-Buccaneers tied at seven. Baker Mayfield's got a touchdown uh, to Mike Evans. We saw Desmond Ritter on a quarterback sneak. Uh, So that's going to be a fun game. Winner is going to be atop the NFC South. And meanwhile, this is surprising me. I thought this would be a lot closer. It's still early, but the Ravens up four. 14 zip on the Detroit Lions. Lamar Jackson has a touchdown, 156 yards passing, five carries, 18 yards rushing. Zay Flowers two receptions for 68 yards. I thought this would be a lot closer. You picked the Lions to win this game. I Brady.
2: did pick the Lions to win, and I'm actually shocked because they. What the Lions do is get out to the quarterback. They get out the quarterback from all kind of funky, you know, you know, funky blitzes and 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 uh, and radar's type looks that they normally get off. So I'm kind of, I'm kind of shocked at this one.
1: How about this uh, this this Cleveland Browns team with with, with the Colts? So Cleveland's down uh, by by a touchdown. Deshaun, welcome back into the fold. Their defense has been really good. You think Cleveland's <laughs> going to find a way to sneak into the playoffs?
2: Um, in that division, man, it's kind of tricky. You got, you got Baltimore Ravens lead, you know, leading the division, and you got the Cincinnati Bengals and the Steelers. I think somewhere close behind. I, I, I don't know if Cleveland will be able to win enough games in that division to make the playoffs.
1: We mentioned uh, Ian Rappaport before the show had something to say about the Bill Belichick extension. Let's play that audio for you.
4: With the Patriots struggling as they really never have, Bill Belichick's job security has somehow been a topic in New England. Would Robert Kraft make a move midseason? Would he make a move at all? Now, my understanding is he we'll would be not inclined to make a move mid-season, but allow me to add some news. Sources say Bill Belichick during the offseason quietly agreed to terms on a lucrative multi-year new contract, one of the most closely held secrets in New England. That said, I think it's fair to say there was some at least uncertainty or intrigue surrounding him. Now, contractually, he is locked up long-term. At least, we're going to have the discussion. This at least adds some context with the Patriots committing to the greatest coach in history long-term.
1: This is a big news story because we've been all toying. It's been one of the favorite stories so far in the media. Bill Belichick, could he be on his way out? Because, you know, things have not gone swimmingly since Brady exited. They made the playoffs in that first year, got embarrassed by the Bills, and then since then, they've been missing the playoffs been missing on draft picks Mac Jones has significantly regressed they have no talent on offense so uh, hearing Rappaport give that 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 story before the game at least uh, to a certain degree suspends the conversation about Belichick uh, being on the hot seat
2: yeah I mean being on a hot seat is a, is a stretch I think I think Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots I think he calls his own shots. There, I don't think they ever fire him. I think he stepped down and walked away. That's what I was kind of thinking when we was talking about the the, the 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 less success that the Patriots have been having this season. I was thinking more about Coach Belichick kind of stepping down and resigning from the job versus getting fired. I, I don't think they'll ever f- fire him. I don't think they'll ever you know do that. So I mean, I'm actually not shocked to see that they give him a. a, a Uh, uh, an extension an extension you know so uh, I'm not shocked at that at all the man has done a lot for the organization and I just think he I think he controls his own destiny there
1: by the way do we have a breaking news sounder available to us because something big just happened in the the sports world and you know it's important it's significant it is you know captivating and it's something that has to be addressed do we have a breaking news sounder anything going once Going twice. No
2: breaking news, Sounder.
1: Oh, that's sad. I, I know. I put them on this. Here we go. The Giants have scored an offensive touchdown. Oh! <laughs> the g baby. Big yes. go for the first the time. The Giants since... <laughs> have scored a touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> for the first time since Matt Breida scored against the San Francisco 49ers. What was that, week three? The Giants have put points on the board. This time, it was Darren Waller on a pass from Tyrod Taylor.
2: Darren Waller. Okay. There we go,
1: baby. Waller on the board. Yeah, yeah, I tried. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I tried to. Yeah, I tried to put some dirt on my name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was saying some negative things about me. I can still score touchdowns.
2: You know what? In that whole little pass interference situation last week, they gave him a pass interference to play before. They wasn't going to do the same thing twice in a row on the same player. So you think What's he's got to make that catch? Got to make that catch.
1: It's a tough gotta one. It was a,
2: it was a bit high. Uh, it was a bit high, but I don't think the pass. I, I, I don't think that little tug stopped him from getting to it either.
1: Yeah, he's a strong guy. Come on, you got to go up there and you know use a little bit of those muscles. But Giants up seven nothing on the Commanders fourteen
4: eighteen
1: remaining in the second quarter. I knew I could get Brandon Jacobs to you know get hype, get excited on the program. Uh, we'll keep you posted on everything happening in that game as we. Got one more segment here. Brandon Jacobs, Ty Butler, going until 2 o'clock before we pass the baton over to Pat O'Keefe. So we'll come back, wrap the show, right here on 98.7 ESPN.
0: Now back to the Ty Butler and Brandon Jacobs show on 98.7 ESPN.
1: Oh, look at this. This is what happens when the Giants are winning a football game. So, Tom Bauer, they scored a touchdown. Darren Waller off the pass from Tyrod Taylor. How long had it been since they had scored
4: a touchdown? So, according to Jordan Ronan on on Twitter, it took 220 minutes and 42 seconds for another offensive touchdown. Their first in the month, first at home of the season. 220 minutes, you said? 220 minutes and 42 seconds. That makes it sound
2: so much worse. That makes it sound so much worse. That's
4: almost four hours.
2: Dude. Yeah, but you know what? You know what I thought was also worse when I said it a couple of weeks ago when the Jets played the Patriots? Say 2,800 days.
1: <laughs> Since they last beat the Patriots? <laughs> Since they
2: last beat the Patriots. Yeah, like,
1: 2015, making... 2015, I remember that game. It was an uh, Eric Decker game.
2: I remember make that. It sounds so much worse than just... Because that's what
1: it's... we do, man. We got to make it spicier. Because when I say... Well, they haven't scored since week three. It's like, yeah, that's bad. But when Tom says they haven't scored in nearly four hours of playing, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's how you know it's real. By the way, uh, P.J. Walker replaced Deshaun Watson, who goes back into the blue medical tent. So he finally oh, came back, man. and now he's back in the medical tent. So uh, that's not good news for the Browns, who right now in this game are, are down 14-7. to 7. Uh-oh, what happened?
2: I'm sorry, man. I'm so sorry, y'all. We just got a new puppy, and she was about to poop on the floor. Give us the play-by-play. What's going on? What happened? So she she came in smelling. She came in smelling, and I see her smelling, and then I saw her back start to arc, and I'm like, I start smacking myself. I start smacking myself on the leg, and then my wife ran in (laughs) and yelled, and she started squealing like somebody hit her. And then she started running with poop just falling out. It was
1: oh, <laughs> Wait, so it got on the floor?
2: Yeah, it got on the floor, man, but it's all cleaned up now. These 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 damn French bulldogs, man. Oh man,
1: but you tried to you, you tried to use that scare tactic. Like, I tried no, to without do it.
2: without I tried to without saying anything. Like you know, and I'm like, dude, but yeah, we got her before well, well she ended up letting some out, but
1: it's all good. You got take yeah. it taken care of.
2: Oh, man. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> nah, that's <laughs> <fun>. <laughs> nah, that's good, man. We need some excitement.
1: I, I, I thought, you know what you know what I thought happened? I'm thinking you've got like the, the non-delay feed to the Giant game and something big happened because I'm in a commercial. I'm like, wait, am I missing something? Did the Giants do something cool that has no. Brandon
2: Jacobs jumping out of his seat? I can't even see the TV for crying out loud. Come
1: on, man. ESPN New York is celebrating the return of Knicks basketball with the Michael K. Show live from the Taylor Public House. Just steps away from Madison Square Garden at 505 8th Avenue. Join the guys for... Hourly Knicks opening night ticket giveaways and special guest appearances by John Starks and Michael uh, Mike Greenberg. Greeny starts a game night early with the K Show at the Taylor Public House this Wednesday, starting at three p.m. Brought to you by John Starks Kia and Loyal Nine Cocktails eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. This says Jets in Brooklyn. I'm pretty sure your name is not Jets, but that's what my call screener says. Hey, sorry, it's Arnie. How you doing, Artie? I, I don't blame great, you. Great I job, don't blame you guys. Great job, I Harvey. get
0: my name right because I'm going to start screaming. But um, I know maybe like a couple of days ago you brought up the uh, Jets and said you'd be disappointed if the Jets didn't make the playoffs.
1: Yes, correct. Now,
0: listen, coming off the Eagles game, they, they, you can't say they can't beat anybody. They can beat anybody. But with that said, okay, you're playing with a backup quarterback,
1: Right, your offensive line is depleted. You lost a backup quarterback who, I remember, just two years ago was drafted number two overall, and he's been one of the worst in football. But I'm saying, like, he should be better than what he is. But go ahead, continue.
0: What what he should be and what he's actually playing fair. like? Fair, very fair. I mean, it's two different things because the guys that you're competing with, like, okay, say you say, yeah, well, well you're better than the Chargers. You're not better than the Chargers because it's a quarterback league, and Herbert's a thousand times better than Zach.
1: Yeah, but uh, Jalen Hurts I mean, is. Uh, hang if hang you're Artie, play a game, Heart, Artie. If you're Artie. 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 Hang on. Uh, Jalen Hurts a thousand times better than Zach, and the Eagles yeah. lost that game. Josh Allen a thousand That's times correct. better than Zach, and the Bills lost that game. So uh, it's correct. not uh, yes for the most part. It comes down to which quarterback is better, but we've seen because this defense is stout, uh, they are able to win games that they're not supposed to. But go ahead, continue.
0: Okay. Now, with that phrase, "stout," okay, I understand. They get to the quarterback, and they caused eight turnovers in the last three games. Yep. Statistically, they are not stout. Okay. They're good, but they're not a top-five defense. They're not. Statistically, they're not. You could just see it. They give up yards. They, they stop you from scoring. If Philadelphia did the right thing, you could honestly say they're not beating the Eagles. If you're going to say they're going to they're play games against the Chargers, against the Browns, who I don't think they're going to beat. And they're going to either throw in deceptions or play, be, make bad moves. Yeah, they're going to beat them. But to say you're expecting the Jets to make the playoffs, I don't think that's the right
1: statement. Okay. You also didn't call, think buddy. it was the right statement when Brandon Jacobs last week said they were going to beat the Eagles and you were proven wrong. Appreciate the call, Artie. Uh, but <laughs> w- when you say that, they're, 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 not, they're, they're not a stout defense. I mean, have you watched? I understand they're giving up yards. But last I checked, the measurement is points scored, and they shut the, the Eagles NFL. down. In it's
2: the it's the NFL, you're going to give up yards, you're going to give up points. It, it just happens. It happens to the best defenses, like the best ones. You know, look at the the Miami Dolphins. They came out, they put up seventy. You know, it was the, and, and gave up 20 points against the Denver Broncos that came back the next week and gave up 48 points Yeah, I, it's I, the I, NFL it's just the way things go
1: and you can't measure yards too like no, point, I measure points they shut the Eagles out in the second half of that game they shut the Bills down the Bills scored three points in the second half of that game that they played the Chiefs after they were up 17 nothing, pretty much got shut down the rest of that game so look I'm not trying to overhype this team I understand that they still leave a lot to be desired on offense but to sit here and say it's crazy for me to say that they, you know, there's an expectation they make the playoffs, I, I, I think that's crazy. Before we get out the show, I do want to mention this because Diana Rossini had this in The Athletic earlier. The New York Jets have made it known that Carl Lawson is available Been a slow start for him. Remember, he tore his Achilles a couple years ago and since then has not been able to become the impact player that they had hoped for. And also running back Dalvin Cook is available as his usage on the team has been decreasing. And that's decreasing because uh, Brees Hall is starting to look like the the old Brees Hall. So the Jets could be selling off some pieces at the deadline in addition to buying. Uh, The Giants right now are up in this game against the Commanders. It is 7-0. Washington has the ball at the New York Giants 23, so we'll continue to keep you posted on that as Pat O'Keefe gets ready to bring you on on his program. Final thoughts, Brandon? Well,
2: the Giants are going to win this football game, and I think the Jets will make the playoffs, and that's what I'm leaving the show with.